Hi everyone, welcome to Adelante with Arlene. I'm your host, Arlene. Let me inspire you. Many of us use the word love loosely. That's right. Today, I want to talk about love. Let's get started. When I was very young, I was in college already at the age of 17. At 17, I wrote a piece entitled Love the Undefined Word. If you ask me right now, how did I know this? How did I write this? At that time, that's how I felt. I don't even remember what I wrote. All I know is that that piece of writing, uh, the professor wanted to include it in a paper and I foolishly said no foolishly did not want to print it. Writing is very personal. And I had put something down apparently of my word of love being undefined and the reasons why. Thinking back, I can possibly say that it might have been not only because of my lack of experience in life, very young, 17 then wasn't 17 as it is now. I was a 17-year-old young lady, which had not experienced a lot in life. But the one thing that I do remember about it being undefined, it was that question of not understanding how one would weigh the word love based upon what. And as I mentioned at the beginning, many of us have lived our lives and have used this word very loosely. We say, we use the word love to describe, you know, love those pants, love that dress, love those shoes, to describe inanimate objects. And all in all, I understand the language I have said it too. It reduces the real meaning of what it is because I can say I adore or I uh, really like those um, very much, you know, words of that, that kind to express ourselves. We know that the Webster Dictionary describes it as love being something that's, uh, I would say, profound, something that's above like, something that is of, has a, of great value to us. But when I weigh the word love as it was intended to be and is intended to be, I have to reflect upon what the word of God says love is. Reading the word of God, I am reminded that love is full of mercy. Love is full of grace. Love is grand. Love is not as complicated as we make it to be. You see, because the word love, it comes from God because the Bible says God is love. It's human nature. Uh, he wore, I would say, let's say for lack of better words, the garment completely of love. See, God's love is not the way we see love to be in this world. Like I said, we misuse that word greatly. Or we say we love something or someone based upon, again, our experience or in life, our journey, or based upon things that really truly do not have value, not when you compare it to God's love. Human love, we have learned that it can be taught and believed depending upon what we've been taught or what we believe it to be. And then many times we bring our love to God with the same mess that we have formed in our lives. And we perceive that his love is the same way as our human love, but so different. 
It really is. See, in John 3.16, we hear this over and over, but we take it for granted. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. In Romans 5.8, the word of God says, but God, but God demonstrates his own love for us in us, that while we were sinners, Christ died for us. How many of us can say that we would sacrifice our lives for another person? And I know we have heroes and people who have done that. That is a godly love. But you know, what I'm saying right here is that we're not going to crucify our flesh, our body, our, our breath, lose our breath and die for someone else. We won't. That's not what we do. We're not called to do that per se. But when we come and we speak about the sacrifice, the ultimate sacrifice was the Lord. There will never be no other sacrifice. He is the one that died for us and for the remission of our sins. He is the one who is loved. The sacrifices that we're called to make are those that make us less selfish, more loving towards others, even the unlovable, less self-centered. I know maybe you're saying, I don't want to hear this. I wasn't loved the way I needed to be loved. Why should I treat them kindly and lovingly when they did not love me? Well, we have to guard ourselves against that self-centered relationship. And we go and bring that same self-centeredness into our relationship with God. While it is true that in our lives, we will have those, even could be family members or a parent, that never really knew how to show us love, I understand. That sometimes can set the path for, again, the foundation of what we think love should or should not be. But I stand here telling you, that while I too have made those mistakes, it wasn't until I came to Christ Jesus that I weighed out what I thought was love before I had my walk with him, before I started my journey, before I started having my relationship with him. And I weighed out against that, the past and now the present. And I realized that I was so wrong in my defining love. When I was young, it was an undefined word to me as I did not know what was it to be. As I grew up and became an adult, I made it what I thought it was or what I wanted it to be. But now that I'm in Christ Jesus, I understand that it really wasn't what I thought it was because he is love. And if I love him, then I will be more understanding, more merciful, more patient, more kind. Yes. I don't mean you're a doormat to someone. I don't mean that we allow ourselves to be abused by others. But what I mean is that I learned how to guard myself against self-centered relationships. And I learn to not take that same attitude as I am pursuing the Lord and learning and growing in him. So how do we pursue Jesus and not ourselves? How do we spiritually grow? You see, it's for our good, for our own good, that the Bible instructs us to fix our eyes on Jesus because he is the author, the perfecter of our faith. It says that in Hebrews 12 too. You see, we're quick to fix our eyes and ourselves on other things. I love this. I love that. I love him. I love him. He doesn't love me. I love him. Mm -hmm. I love her. Whatever the case might be. But God admonishes us to behold who he is. He is our refuge. He is our strength. The one who can make us glad, the one who will help us, says Psalm 46, verses 1, 4, and 5. 
It is God who makes known the path to our lives. And it is in his presence that we will find the fullness of joy. Psalm 16, 11 tells us that. So many times we look for love in the wrong places. Haven't we heard that in a lot of songs? We look for love or we call something that is physical love when it really isn't. It has become lust. When you lust, when you desire, very different than love. I got to tell you that when the Lord took the scales off my eyes, as we always say as Christians, I was able to understand a little better that while I might have loved twice before I was married, before I became a Christian, I don't take away from the fact that I really loved that person. But when I came to Christ, it ch I changed. Something about me saw that in a different way. It wasn't just because I was over the person, because I have love in a different way now for both of those men, but not in the romantic manner or in the way that I thought love was. When I got married and I'm in the Lord, I realized that love is so much more, so much more. In the book of Corinthians, we've heard this over and over in many weddings. It says, 1 Corinthians 13, verses 4, 8, love is patient, love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It doesn't dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not necessarily angered. It keeps no records of wrong. Love does not delight in evil, but it rejoices with the truth. It always protects. It always trusts. It always hopes. It always perseveres. Love never fails. Love never fails. We fail. So you might be saying, love is patient. That's one of the hardest ones, being patient. But when you love somebody, you acquire a lot of patience when you truly love. You're patient even with their, their annoyances. You're still patient with them. You still love them through it. Love does not envy when you see a friend that's progressing and moving forward, siguiendo adelante and, and doing well. It doesn't envy and it doesn't boast. You don't go around saying, I this, I that. It's not self-seeking. As I mentioned. And love is not easily angered. It actually allows us, God's love, to forgive a lot quicker. Love. I had it all crazy wrong. Love was not what I thought it was. But love, I have found a day at a time, is actually better. Word of God in 1 John 4, 7, 9 says, Dear friends, let us love one another. For love comes from God, and everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. This is how God showed his love among us. He sent his only son into the world that we may live through him. How do we live out this love? There is a time that we have to separate from some people in our lives that we might have spent a lot of time with and might have loved friendship love. But you realize that that friendship is toxic. So what happens, you as a Christian will question yourself and say, but am I not supposed to forgive them? Am I not supposed to allow them to remain in my life and just be patient and tolerant per se? We are to forgive them. But if it's something that's too toxic, no, we're not to keep them in our lives. Pray for them because you love them. Treat them right, lead by example. But it doesn't mean we have to stay with them. That doesn't take away from the fact that we still love them. The word of God also says in Romans 13, 8, let no debt remain outstanding ex except the continuing debt to love one another. 
for whoever loves others has fulfilled the law. Today I ask you, do you have a definition for what the word love means? Have you been perceiving it against your experiences in life, your hardships? Maybe you didn't receive the love of a parent. Maybe you didn't receive the love that is pure, the one that protects. I understand. Many of us have suffered abuse. I was verbally abused. Didn't understand how my father could speak to me, my mother, or my sister in the manner that he did all those years. How could he if he loved us? And when that is true, he just couldn't because he didn't know what love was. He learned from his father. My grandfather, I found out years after he had passed, when my grandfather treated my father in the same manner that he went on to treat me, my sister, and my mom. But in Christ Jesus, I learned to forgive him. I still had love for him. His words, because that's what it was, verbal abuse, could no longer sting. They would no longer break me. For God had made me whole and has made me whole. Am I ever going to get my feelings hurt? Absolutely. Am I ever going to have times that I feel lonely, alone, and unloved, maybe? Yeah, we're human. It happens. But the one thing that I do is I set my eyes, as I read before, on him and realize that he is my refuge and he is my strength. And that only pure love and the only way I can love another person is through Christ Jesus. So today in this short video, I want to encourage you to open your heart to the Lord Jesus and to allow him to teach you what love is a day at a time, to help you grow and live and walk more joyously, knowing that you are loved by him. When I first started going to church, I went to a church with, I was led so by God, by the Holy Spirit, to go to Crossroads Tabernacle, not knowing that there was a female pastor per se, as the head pastor. And I was so happy when I went there because I did not know if I can handle, and I, at that time I know I couldn't, a man in leadership speaking the word of God to me. Because I perceived all men to be the same, since my father had been so harsh. So when I had a woman pastor, I was able to listen to the word of God better for the first five years. Eventually, of course, I grew and all the rest were male pastors and was very blessed by them. Because God taught me what love is and how it flows through his people. And I grew and I learned and it took many years for me to work through those issues that I had because I had a lot of anger inside of me. I did not have the good, a great perception of what love is supposed to be because all I knew was arguments in my home with my mom and my dad and words that were being spoken that would try to belitter me. I did not understand love, nor did I was I able to receive it before I came to Christ Jesus. In a relationship I had for many, many years, I knew that I was loved but I could not somehow embrace that love. And when that happens, we come to God with the same misconceptions that we think that we can love him the way we have loving loved another. And we learn that that's not the way it works. That although God accepts us and he takes us in anyway and he fixes us in our mess if we surrender to him, we bring to the Lord our mess. And God, by his mercy, his grace, his love, he forgives us. 
He teaches us by the power of his Holy Spirit and his word that he is love, that he will never leave you and he will never abandon you. That anything you've said, anything you've done, he has already forgiven you for. Now, when we love the way we should love, according to God, we need to be sacrificial. We need to spend time with the ones we love. We need to watch what we say. We need to be more sensitive in the spirit of God so that we may love the way God wants us to love. You may think that I'm saying things that, well, oh boy, yeah, okay, whatever. But there's more hate in this world than there is love. Because we see in the media constantly, when the great and mighty fall in some way or another, we are the first to try to crucify them. We are the first to judge them. Instead of praying for them, instead of uplifting them, two wrongs don't make a right. And two wrongs don't make a right. So just the same love that you want to be extended to you and mercy that God has already given you is the same one that we are called to extend towards another. Again, as I opened and told you, doesn't mean we got to let certain people in our lives. And not every time when we do wrong to someone, does our apology mean that they're going to forgive us? That's their thing. They're going to have to deal with God one day on that because we are called to forgive others as we too are forgiven. Again, it does not mean that we condone bad behavior. It means that we are human and we all make mistakes. And many times our actions are a cry for help. Are you willing to love the unlovable? Are you willing to love the way Christ wants us to love? Or do you expect to be loved and yet not give love? I pray that today that anything I said has opened your eyes, encouraged you, or reminded you be a Christian or not a Christian. That every day we should love the way God has called us to love. And the only way to know that is to know God better. Every time that we, the Bible says in the book of Matthew, before we check out the speck in our brother's eye, we need to take the plank out of our own. These are my thoughts. Those are my thoughts for today. Let's walk in God's love. Let's walk in God's forgiveness and stop getting caught up in all the madness around us full of hate and destruction. And remember, if you need help and you need someone to talk to, there are organizations out there, reputable ones, that will help you and listen to you. If you don't know Christ Jesus today, please give your heart to him. Open your heart right now and say, Lord Jesus, touch my heart. Open my eyes, forgive me, and show me the way. Thank you for tuning in. If you have not subscribed to my channel, please consider subscribing. And that's right. Check out my playlists. I have a show called Speak It Out, Sing It Loud, right here on Adelante with Arlene, where I interview friends of old and friends of new. Very interesting stories. And they have a story to tell. And they're very transparent. And I would love for you to check those out. I also have a new show. Mm -hmm. I do it like twice a month. And it's with my co-host, DJ Johnny C. And we do two is better than one. We talk real talk about what we've gone through. There's always a topic. It's 30 minutes. And after that, we got 30 minutes of a great super mix of music by the Mix master sound engineer DJ Johnny C. Also, I'm on Triple Threat FM and Anchor.fm. Go check those out.
check out the triple threat fm.com and you will check out when i'm there on tuesdays at 10 and when i'm there on sundays at 2 don't forget love one another love the way christ would expect you to love be kind to one another and forgive others again as you have been forgiven thank you for tuning in to adelante with ali sigue adelante until next time